Greetings, fellow Earthlings. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of And Another Thing with Dave. I want to thank all of our listeners from all over the world. Please do subscribe and share if you're not already. All right, let's get into it. Uh, there's a very limited practical need for diamonds. I know there's some, but it's for the most part, that's not what's selling diamonds. No, you know, construction tools, ornaments, construction tools are the only thing, the only place diamonds are needed are, are for con, for cutting, for high-end cutting, right? They're the sharpest thing on earth. So that's what we need them for, for industry, but not for, you know, bling. It's ridiculous. Oh, look, and, and Tony, and, and it's per, perpetrated, uh, or it's, you know, permeated hip-hop culture i'm dripping with ice right oh this guy's really nicey he buys me all this icy that's a song are you kidding me and I'm so what do you that's an actual song a line from a song makes me want to vomit and so what are they doing they're sucking the dick of a family who made their money in apartheid south africa and has solidified themselves so much in apartheid South Africa that now they're a fixture in the world. Like that company should have been stripped of all their, you know, as soon as South, as soon as uh, apartheid ended, the De Beers family should have been kicked the fuck out of Africa, stripped of all their assets, should have been reverted to the countries where those assets belong, right? Who owns the wealth? It should be the country. Oh God, yeah, right. I mean, can you imagine the the way they was they treated that like slave labor with those people, oh, right? I mean, is it, what's that one line from um from the movie Misery, Dave, when Kathy Bates is telling James Caan, it's like, well, what they had to do to some of these people that were working in the diamond mines when they tried to run away, they called it hobbling. Remember when she put the when she put the uh the block of wood oh. between his ankles and then broke his ankles with the sledgehammer. It was something about never... they had to do this to these people to keep. They had to be able to keep them so they could they could still work, but that they Tony. couldn't run away. I, I've never heard that verified. But when you think Tony. about the way they ran these diamond mines, Dave, it's yeah. not out of the question. Tony, slow your roll a little bit. You you rolled through that so fast, bro. Misery. Okay, well, slow down, people. The movie Misery. If you haven't seen it, amazing. What is her name? Kathy Bates. Kathy Bates and James Conn. Kathy Bates, James Conn, you know, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant actor for, for eons before that. But Kathy Bates came onto the scene with that movie. Yes, and absolutely. Wow. 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 Like, like groundbreaking. You'll never forget it. You'll never forget it. It'll always kind of haunt you in the back of your mind. It's one of those. It's very Alfred Hitchcockian, wouldn't you say? Well, you know, it doesn't have the mystery of a Hitchcock, of a Hitchcock movie, but it certainly has the suspense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, it is... And that's it, where I was going with it. That's where yeah. I'm going with the camera angles. They're they're shooting at the, the at the staircase like, ooh, he's trying to escape a little bit. Is she coming home? Is she coming home? We don't know. We don't know. Oh, the suspense. No, it's, I mean, it's and just one of those movies that's an all-time oh. great. Oh, my whole torso just got tensed up just thinking about it. It's that good. It's that good. So if you haven't seen it, people, oh my God. Um, Tony, we got another message. Okay. We got, oh my God, we got three messages. We got the voiceover guy. Hey, Tony, Tony, meet voiceover guy. Voiceover guy, meet my friend Tony. And another thing. And another thing. And another thing. And wait a minute, just one more thing. And another thing. Just wait, 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 wait. Just wait. One more thing. One more thing. And another thing. Anyway, what's up, buddy? Hope you have a good show, man. Cheers. Hey, and I only got one more thing. Oh, yeah, but, but, well, on top of that, I got another thing. I thought and on top of that gonna... thing, oh, there's one more thing. Yeah. I thought he was actually going to say the... something to us. <laughs> oh, no. He's coming with two more messages. He's coming hot. No, this guy is, this guy is fucking awesome. He's a deep thinker. Um, sometimes, sometimes we get into intense debates, he and I, Tony, but 
but we, re we reconcile. We're like, hey, I appreciate your passion. I appreciate where you're coming from. I appreciate your, for your professionality, you know? So big fan of the voiceover guy. Voiceover guy is coming in hot again. Who knows what he wants? Anthony Schultz is a guy that takes charge and gets things done. Wait a minute, what? He does, he's totally lazy? Oh, shh. What's up, Anthony? <laughs> so, that was funny, right? I mean, you know. Uh, well, just, he didn't really say anything. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm thinking on this next message. He might say something. Hey, do you I see the bubbles? Comment on what we were commenting on what we were actually saying, but that's not where I'm we thinking he's going to. I'm thinking he's going to come back to that. Are you seeing the messages on your end? Let me see. On, on the bottom no. left, do you see? Do you see bubbles on the bottom left? I see a house. Something that looks like a credit card and a bell. Okay, so just above that. Do you see like a microphone? Oh, I do. And yes. And an arrow. Okay, so that microphone, it's got it's got an orange like halo, right? Uh, it's got an orange uh, dot with the number one in it. Thank you. So that means we have one message. So do me a favor, tap on that, and that's going to play our our next message from Voiceover Guy. Double double animal stop. A sprizite. If I drink it, I don't know. I might have a bottle of water with me at the same time. Hey, hey yo. Right. right on. I'm I'm drinking some beer right now, but you know, it's 97% water. So I'm getting hydrated, but you know, I'm working on I'm multitasking. I'm getting hydrated and I'm staying. Well, here, here's one from uh Taco Truck, Dave. Hold on, here's one. Let's see. Oh hello. What is up? How you doing? What's going on? God damn, there's a lot of fucking tourists in my little tourist town. Holy shit. I think it's busier than pre-pandemic. Plus, there's a whole bunch of people like, I don't want to wear a mask. I don't want to fucking wear a mask. And I'm like, okay, calm the fuck down. If you're going to come and hang out in California, we're really into masks here. Yeah. We're really into safety. We also like we're vaccinations. We're giving them away for free. Anywhere. And everywhere. Shit. Anyhow, that's neither here nor there. Thought I'd stop by, say what's up. Taco um, Chuck, love you, bro. So, Tony, let me, inter well, let me for, introduce you to these cool people. I was hoping these guys, like, um, they wanted to like chime in on what we were talking about. Uh, that would be that would be great. Well, you know, they're, they're saying hello. So, you know, Taco Chuck, been hello. a friend been a friend of, you know friend with him for i don't know 6 months now he's a great guy he's a he's a mover and a shaker he's huge in the cannabis industry um and he he's making things happen so he is bringing change each and every day he is he is a fighter for change so love the guy right so he's huge and i i just appreciate that he came through right because people don't have to stop and talk to us tony they could just swipe, right? So whenever anybody says anything, we got to give them a little bit of love, you know? All right. Um, I can go with and, that. And these, are, and these are two guys that are killing it on stereo right now. Voiceover guy and, and Taco Truck, you know, they don't have to be here. They could they could be doing their own show. They could, and they probably are right now. They probably bounced and they're doing the, you know? But what I'm saying is you just, you appreciate what what somebody brings when they bring it, right? Well, that's that sounds good. I mean, I'm glad people are, are listening and hearing something, but I kind of would just like, you know, hey, tell us about uh, the, this conversation that we're having and uh, give me your two cents. Well, there you go. So, Tony, propose a question for our listeners right now. Well, I was I wanted to get on Dave, where the, uh, the Republican Party is going right now. I mean, all these things that are happening in the country, I wanted to segue into something a little bit. Um, you know, more political and what's what's happening, you know, with the uh, like we, you and I watched that um, that episode of Fareed Zakaria uh, a little while ago. And just the, 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 the craziness that's going on with the Republican Party that 
Well, I've never really agreed with Dave, but now it just seems like they're absolutely lost their freaking minds. Yeah. Yeah, I could agree with you. I could agree with you 100% on that. And um, I just watched another program that is, so I watched that program as well. So I saw what you saw, so we could talk about that, and I would love to. Um, but what I would also like to talk about is the fact that the Arizona, that it, the state of Arizona has hired a third-party company who has never done vote counting before, has no association with the state, with the federal government, or with the election process or organization. And, and, and so these people are counting the votes in Oregon. Tony, this could overthrow the federal presidential election results. Now, if if this and there's nobody okay so what trump was was harping against is against was we have we need monitors we need people to watch the vote count right but there were there were monitors so now what's happening is after the fact arizona is now counting recounting the votes they actually have the paper ballots tony so they could chain they could throw away a bunch of ballots they they literally have the physical ballots there's nobody monitoring to make sure that they're doing the right thing and it's a third party company that has never ever done this before but now that the what? um votes have all been certified the election has been certified Dave. we've gone through that process we've gone through the um the uh, court that process doesn't matter. has been adjudicated. Do they have the authority to actually overturn this and give Donald Trump those vote, those electoral votes? Yes, that's exactly what's happening right now as we speak. Tony, Arizona is counting the votes and with with nobody monitoring. The closest person that can watch is like 50 feet away with a video camera. It's crazy. And, and it's not, there, it's not, go ahead. Go it's ahead, not the election board. It's not, it's, it's not the government. It's not us counting the votes. It's some company that's never done it before. Yeah, what cyber the ninja, cyber ninja or what something the, like that, right? What the fuck? What yeah. Oh, 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 and that doesn't sound sketchy. Does it cyber ninja? Like we're about to completely fuck you. If anybody out there is listening and would like to chime in on this, and if you could verify this for me, the election's already been certified. It's been adjudicated through the courts. There was at least, what, 60 lawsuits filed by the Trump administration, Dave, and they all came back with, nope, you lose. Everything was fair. We're voting against you. We're ruling against you. Judges, Republican judges, different states all around the country. This is the process has worked its way through. So now you're telling me that these people can come in and like, oh, we, we did a recount. And we found that Trump won. Seriously, then they, Joe Biden has to leave the White House if enough of them do this. Can somebody please, you know, that, that knows this type of stuff, verify this for us? I would really appreciate it. Somebody can chime in with, with knowledge to that effect. Tony, the, this process is happening in Arizona right now. And if it if, it, if it's allowed to go through in Arizona, and if they do change the results, this will then set a precedent that all states can follow. And 30-something states have filed an application to do the same thing. So we're looking at an apocalyptic landslide if we let this happen that, that defies democracy. I might add. Exactly. That's what I was going to say, Dave. Democracy, with all these things that are going on with the Republican Party here, democracy is teetering right now. It's teetering. I thought we were through it, but again, can somebody please tell me, you mean Cyber Ninjas now has the authority to come up with something different now? that They can just say, nope, Trump won. Seriously? Yes. They can do that? Yes, that that is what's happening in Arizona right now. And if they do that, Tony, it sets a precedent for other states to follow, which means 
that there is then a fascist takeover of our country that went against the popular vote. The so popular vote right now. The electoral 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 college. This is both all three unbelievable. Right? That's happening right here. Um, and we heard Trump with um, Raffensperger, Dave, in Georgia saying, I just need 11,000 votes, asking this guy to go find me 11,000 votes. I mean, what? where are we with this? I mean, how is this kind of stuff even possible that elections no don't idea. matter anymore? We got Taco Truck chiming in. Let's throw it back to the listeners. Oh, okay. Well, um, sorry. Uh, I just kind of like stopped by and saw that Dave was live and thought I'd swing on through and say, hey, but uh, where are we as the U.S.? <laughs> oh, man. Boy, do we have some fucking problems. Um... We've, on a, we've been on a steady march towards fucking ourselves in every which way for mm, really solid, solidly like a good 70-some-plus years, basically since the end of the war of World War II. We've been making, making kind of missteps because we believe that it will help us in the future. And then fast forward, and we're fucking ourselves with those policies. All sorts of policies. Where do you want to start? Um, I want to start with the drug war, Taco Truck. I want to start with the drug war. Nixon passing the drug war to um, banish hippies, right? So if you if you get a felony, and this is still the law, right? I was arrested for growing marijuana, and it was one year before marijuana was legalized. It was medically legal. My numbers were a little bit off, a little too high. I got busted. Kamala Harris was the um, uh, what was she? She was the Attorney General of California at the time. Wanted to hit me with three felonies and five misdemeanors. I would have never been able to vote again for the rest of my life. I wouldn't have been able to get a student loan. I wouldn't have been able to come up, become a realtor, which I am. I wouldn't have be, been able to uh, gone into healthcare, right? So if you get a felony, you're fucked for life, right? And and then then we learn. And I, I don't mean to rant on. I'm going to throw it back to you right after this. It, then we learned that Nixon's head aide on his deathbed, right? He felt guilty. Nixon's head aide outed this. They started the war on drugs to arrest blacks for heroin. So they were smuggling heroin. The CIA was smuggling heroin in from Southeast Asia, Laos, Cambodia, and Thailand, the Golden Triangle, and in body bags, and feeding it to the inner cities of the U.S. in a covert war to feed drugs to people so that they could then arrest those people for said drugs and remove them from the voting poll. So they did this with blacks in the inner cities for heroin, and they did it in the suburbs with marijuana for hippies. So this is, this is public knowledge now, right? Yeah, you're speaking about John Ehrlichman. Thank you. Deathbed confession. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, I mean, it's Tony. You and I. I mean, Tony, because Tony and I differ a little bit uh, on uh, quite a bit. You know, I, I'm kind of radical. Tony's not so radical, but on on a lot of things, we just see eye to eye because it's like, oh man, that happened historically. That happened. So that's what we're talking about right here, Tony, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you just filled in the blanks for me, John Ehrlichman. Thank you very much. Let's go back to Taco Truck. Taco Truck is a cannabis activist. So he's got a lot of knowledge in that forefront, right? And he's also a freedom fighter. 
I hope the Republican Party is headed towards a massive fracture and people who voted for 45 will isolate into one section of the party and people who voted against 45 the second time around or even completely jumped ship and went, like, quote, independent are probably either, A, going to separate and become libertarian or, two, going to create their own sort of, like, classic Republican Party. And I kind of think that the same thing could be said also for the Democratic Party because the progressive wing of the Democratic Party is not 100% in love with the corporate Democratic wing of the Democratic Party. And there's a lot of animosity there. Like the whole AOC, Bernie, Warren section versus Manchin and every other motherfucker in the Democratic Party. I don't know. There's a, there's a lot to be said about American politics. Oh, yeah. You want to comment on that real quick, Tom? Yeah, I, I, I totally agree with where he's going with that. And, you know, Taco Truck, if you are hearing this, um, can you tell me what is that new piece of legislation that the uh, Biden administration has been pushing? I, I want to say HRN1. I know it's not that. HB1 or whatever it is to try to get big money out of politics. I think that's good. And some of the, um, the uh, Biden... Uh, Policies, Dave, do have more of a progressive slant to them, you know, and so I was actually kind of excited about that. I obviously would would have preferred an Elizabeth Warren, a Bernie Sanders as the uh, the president rather than Joe Biden, but I do like some of the the way Joe Biden is going. I think it does sound a lot more progressive. And as far as the Republican Party, Taco Trucks right on with this one. I hope they fracture. And uh, Trump loses all his influence by taking a section, um, you know, a big portion of that Republican Party. And they can be they can be frothing at the mouth for this kind of guy, Dave, and the things that he wants to do. They go down the toilet drain. And they go down the toilet drain because they just simply can't get a majority. But but the part I was trying to get to, Dave, is they are just basically trying to rig the whole game. And it's right out in the open, Dave. This isn't maybe could be might be. The voter suppression laws are all over the country and how many different states are doing this. And they're doing stuff like taking away Sunday voting for the souls to the polls people. Well, who uses that? That's a big part of the black community, how they get themselves out to vote. And all these like, Dave, you can't have all these mail, uh, these drop uh, drop boxes, you know, so like voting by mail. We can't have all that. David is just absolutely crazy. It's absolutely yeah. upfront and, and, and in Tony, your face how they're trying to take away people's right to vote. And Tony, why can't we have voting by mail? Oh, because there's never been fraud. Like what? Can you huh? can you speak to that? Can you speak to that for a second? So there's never been a case where mail-in vote voting ballots made a problem. There's never been a case. So, Tony, why is this an issue? Because they don't, they want fewer people to vote so Republicans can maintain power without changing policy stances or offering any new ideas. Instead of coming up with something, Dave, and saying, you know what? We've got to compete here. We've got to get a lot of these people to vote for us. We better find out what policies they really care about and move legislation in that direction. Instead, they're just saying, well, screw it. We'll just not let, not let all these people vote. And for the folks out there, uh, Taco Truck, if you're listening, and whoever else, Paul Weyrich is somebody, uh, look it up. I think it's uh, W-E-Y-R-I-C-H, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not a very good speller. Paul Weyrich, this is one of the guys that um, has been at the forefront years and years ago um, in the Christian coalition, Dave, and Republican politics and getting those kind of uh, religious conservatives, Dave, to actually be voters and be much more politically active. And if you Google his name or YouTube him, you are going to see him basically give away the game. This is like in the early 1970s. I don't want everybody to vote. Basically, we have a better chance when fewer people vote. It's right there for you. you to see, folks. Thank you, because you you had the names. I was going to throw out that quote because I know that the Republican Party benefits when fewer people vote. But you brought the names and where it came from. So thank you so much. 
one of the reasons I love you, Tony. You got your you got your stats, you got your history, you got your factoids right there in your hip pocket. Because if, like I, if, me, well, if only I could if only I could name that uh, piece of legislation. I know it starts with an H. Somebody whatever, give me that whatever. We'll find it. truck, you know? We'll find it. Yeah, whatever. We'll find it. But I love you, Tony, for that reason, because you don't just come with passion and, and moral fortitude, because you're 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 based in a moral fortitude. You're right. And, and I think that's why we're brothers is because we both want the best. What's best. We both would want what is best for most people. Right. I, I believe so. And I think that, you know, when we go back to the basic fundamental philosophy, Dave, of the Republican Party and what it's been, and I know folks are going to say, oh, Tony, you just hate the Republican Party. But one of the things that I do hate, guys, is the idea of tax cuts are great if rich people benefit from it. OK, and then what's the, yeah. the, the Biden policy right now Dave? he wants all this progressive legislation as far as the infrastructure plan, all this, this jobs plan, Dave, they want all this money for like child care and all this kind of stuff, which I think is great. How are we going to pay for it is a is, is a question that has to be answered. Biden's answer to this is very progressive, Dave. It is it is right out of Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren. We're going to tax corporations. We're going to tax rich people more. Anybody making under $400,000 is not going to be impacted. That's how we're going to pay for it. And what do the Republicans say? What does Mitch McConnell say? You can't touch that. We are not going over the 2017 tax plan again. This is what we're exactly. talking about. Could, we're talking about Republicans. This is the kind of thing. I couldn't agree. No, tax I, rich people. Tony, I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, I want to throw it back to Taco Truck. But I want to, um, but I want to ask what I'm, I'm going to Google this bill that you're talking about. So, but what was it about? What was the bill about? H whatever. Dave, it was basically big money out of politics. It was like you okay. cannot, um, no more dark money, Dave. Yeah, for one, there was going to be a limit on how much you could put in, and you actually had to um, tell us where this money came from. Who gave you this money? Okay, cool. I'm going to Google it. I'm going to try to find an answer for, from that, for that. But till then, we're going back to taco truck. Well, okay. The one thing to be said about the Arizona situation is kind of doesn't matter what cyber ninjas or whatever the fuck kind of bamboo bullshit and blah, 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 blah. First, they're not going to find anything because there's nothing to find. And two, every single machine and every single piece of equipment that they touched now has to be repurchased. The state... Uh, the Secretary of State of the State of Arizona has said that she's going to decertify every single piece of equipment that they had their little grubby fingers on because she can't verify the chain of custody any longer. She can no longer verify that nobody, no one has tampered with the equipment. So, way to go, Cyber Ninjas. You just cost the state of Arizona a couple, you know, like 40 or $50 million worth of new election equipment. Yay. That has to be purchased, by the way, in the next two years. Wow. So this is a mind blow, right? Um, so what we have is a political coup taking place with this, right? Because so we know that the, the voting machines, diebold voting machines can be tampered with. I saw a documentary. The guy hacked into one in two minutes. He opened it with a dime, right? Like, really? Opened it with a dime and then was able to change a vote from George Bush, or oh no, I'm sorry, from Al Gore to George Bush within two minutes. So he proved how the Al Gore-George Bush election could have been stolen. Um, and we know it was, it's proven now, but we still haven't done away with those voting machines. Really? Really? Like, wow, you're kidding me. So it's all right in our face, right? Oh, these machines, super easy to tamper with but we're going to keep using them. Like, wow. You know, but that's why they, when a lawsuit gets filed and you go to court and then there's an investigation and they go through this, that's why they're supposed that that's how they're supposed to find this stuff. Right. So the well, courts don't matter the, anymore. That's what the Republicans are telling us. That's what Trump, Trump and his minions are telling us that the court system doesn't matter anymore. 
because they ruled well, not only that, Tony, not only that, but it's much worse than that because through the through, through the John Ehrlichman confessions, we know that they break the law to manipulate public opinion, right? Okay. So let's go back elaborate to Taco on, Truck. He's, elaborate on that. Elaborate on that one for me. Yeah, Taco's got three more messages. Let's let's hear what he's got to say. I think probably the best part is because of this whole cyber ninjas debacle, a lot of Republicans who even were pushing or supportive of this bullshit in the beginning have now kind of taken a step back just because of the amount of memes and bullshit and jokes that have been made about this and the amount of questions that have been put directly to a lot of these lawmakers. Like, so you don't believe in democracy? Are you, you don't believe in holding your oath? Oh, no, I do. Okay, but you're questioning the election and democracy. Oh, well, yeah, I'm just making sure that, it, uh, uh, now they're all like, they've a bunch of them, a whole bunch of them have come out from the Republican Party of the state of Arizona who are currently elected officials and said, yeah, this may have been a mistake. This whole thing has turned into a dog and pony show and it's not really le very legitimate at all and it's making us all look like a bunch of fucking idiots. Maybe we should stop. Which is just kind of yeah. amazing and karma. Maybe. Right? Yeah, maybe. Maybe we should. Exactly. Um, but there. So let's let's just call it what it is, Tony. Right? Like there's an attempted coup going on right now in American politics. Right? Well, it, it certainly would seem so. It, it, like we just can't believe in anything anymore. The courts, as I said, Dave, it's been adjudicated, and yet that doesn't matter. So at what point do you finally just say, you guys are trying to tell me that voter fraud is a real thing? I can go back years where Colin Powell was commenting on this because they did uh, a study about it and found it didn't matter. And Colin Powell, the, the Republican, you know, they looked like he was going to run for president at some point, you know, many years ago, just came out and said, Voter fraud is just, it just doesn't exist to any level that's going to change an election. It's just not something we need to worry about. Donald Trump even had a, a com he commissioned a study about it, found out that no, there really is no voter fraud. And he just said, well, I just don't believe it. He didn't believe the own, his own um, commissioned study about this right. because he wanted he to showed. keep throwing the whole thing out to you that, hey, and what did he say before the election, Dave? He said, well, if I lose, it'll be rigged. The only way I can lose is if it's rigged. Like, how did right. you and know? So, ESP? Is that what is that? It, is that a tell or what? You, you fund a study, and when the study does not come back with the results that you want, you shelve that study. That says it all, right? Right. That's like, is anybody seeing this? Guys, the people that, it, is anybody out there that, that believes in Trump and is, you know, a hardcore Republican and thinks, you know, these these audits are exactly what we need. Please chime in and tell me where I'm going wrong. I'd be more well, than and, happy. And let to me also let me also throw in Tony and I are not Democrats. We're th we're third party guys. So I, we don't buy into Republican or Democrat. I want to know what your fucking policy is. Hey, guys, I, I, I can add to that. Uh, Jeremy Scahill. Um, a very good writer was on Democracy Now! a couple of weeks ago, and he was talking about Joe Biden's history in, uh, in politics. And folks, it is not pretty. It is not progressive. Okay. He seems, Biden seems to have changed now. Some things are different and some of the policies they're proposing. I'm all about it. I'm all for it. But just looking at his history, guys, he's not somebody I wanted to vote for. He's just not. No. So and Dave's, no. Dave's the same way. Yeah, he disgusts me. And, and, and there's a clip that you can find of him on YouTube. Joe Biden prostitutes himself. He's 30 something years old. He's been in politics for 47 years. So he's 30 something years old. And he's like, hey, I was trying to prostitute myself to the big donors. But they told me, come back when you're over 40, son. And he laughs. So he tried to sell himself out to the quote unquote big donors. Those are the people, that's the 1%. That's what we don't want. That's what we're fighting. 
So he tried to sell himself out. So does somebody really change 180 degrees, like from 35 to, you know, 65? I, ah, I don't, well, I don't see it. Chances are you don't, Dave, but the, like I said, the no. legislation that he is proposing now is very progressive. And if you want to, like an example of this in history, Lyndon Johnson is a Southerner, Dave, you know, and he is a guy later in his life, he supported the Civil Rights Act. You know, I mean, this well, is a guy that earlier in his political life, he was a, a New Dealer, a, a Roosevelt New Dealer when he was first in, in politics. And but later on, Dave, when you know, when he saw what, what things the way things were going, he says, you know what, we you. gotta pass civil rights legislation. You never thought right. you would have gotten both, it from a southerner. I agree with you. And in both cases, I think it was the social climate that pressured them into that action because they knew they were facing a tsunami of rebellion if they didn't. Well, the, the, you can talk the, about I think it's his motivation with Johnson and Biden. Talk about his motivation, Dave. But if you're doing the right thing, I'm okay with it. Good. All right, let's throw it back to the listeners. We got more messages. Okay. Well, the war on drugs is a two-prong approach. You have to look at the original sort of legislation that led to the later war on drugs uh, and the declaration that Nixon placed. You know and the, the, the wheels that he, or the actions that he set into motion. But that was more or less round two. Um, round one was sort of like, um, uh, it was really like in the 40s. And it had to do with agricultural blocking of hemp production. But, I mean, a lot of the drug war was driven by American industry competition coming in from outside, including some of the other stuff that comes from South America that that was uh, competitive to large pharmaceutical companies. Like, there's a lot of industry names in there. Thank you, Taco Chuck. And Tony, I want to comment on this really quick because you know how passionate I am about the whole hemp thing, right? Um, I've, I've done a lot of research on this. I, I actually wrote two college papers that got an A and an A+. Plus on um, the difference between hemp and marijuana and how hemp could be the next major industrial product. And it was 1937 when hemp was outlawed. This is the year that the DuPont family founded Nylon, direct competitor, right? Um, this is also the year um, William Randolph Hearst, of the Hearst family newspaper magnate family, right? They owned hundreds of newspapers throughout the country. They also owned hundreds of thousands of acres of forest. The DuPont Corporation figured out how to turn wood pulp into paper. Before this, all paper was hemp based. Imagine that. All clothing was hemp-based. The first pair of Levi's were hemp. Your drapes, your, your sheets, your carpet, hemp, all recyclable back into a different hemp product, right? Then we got duped into this wood pulp and cotton. Cotton takes 50%, all, 50 of all pesticides used on the planet are used for cotton. No pesticides needed for hemp can make all the same products. The Bible is still printed on hemp. Why? Because it's the longing, longest lasting paper. So it's the best quality paper. So how are we duped to go away from hemp paper, which is kind of like an off yellow color, right? We got sold on this, oh, it's nice white paper. Nothing in, in the world is bleach white. Nothing in the world is bleach white except for the fucking paper we use and the paint we put on our walls. It's crazy. Like, think about that for a minute, right? The, 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 the subtext in that, in white paper. Now you have black and white. 
right? Well, it's if you can the control creative. the market, you know, if you have a certain way of making a product, you know, a certain, um, you know, access to certain resources and you can control the market, well, the first thing you want to do is get rid of the competition, you know? Yep. And then if you have, you know, political clout, that's how you get rid of the competition. Yeah. I mean, the people don't know it, but hemp can make housing, clothing, the, the most, the second most perfect, complete food on the planet is hemp seed. It's got all the essential amino acids and proteins that the human body needs and in the perfect ratio, like it was designed for us. But, but what do we grow? We grow a bunch of corn. Corn doesn't have shit that the human body needs. It just fills your belly. But guess what? We can feed it to pigs. We can make gasoline out of it. Yada, 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 right? So corn the oil. corn industry, corn, starch. Yeah, corn oil, which is horrible for you. Corn sugar, which is horrible for you. It's like diabetes food, basically. Um, but yeah, start looking at labels, man. Corn sugar, corn starch, it's in everything. Like I watched documentary, what is it? King corn. Corn is in 10% of food products. And it's a subsidized industry that would not exist if the government didn't subsidize it. Now, hemp could take over that industry overnight if you took away the corn subsidy, right? So all you got to do is quit paying corn and then hemp rises to the top because it's making tons of money and it's just a better product. You can make 50,000 products out of it. You can make paint carpet upholstery um so I'm, they just, I'm just they, wondering why do these big corporations at some point like why don't they get into that business i don't know tony you could make a fireproof home out of hemp so if you make a, a hemp concrete home it's called hempcrete right totally natural product so it's the inside of the hemp stock mixed with lime and water totally natural no co2 off gassing no carbon footprint no nothing and it's negative carbon footprint because you have to grow the hemp to produce it if you make the walls a foot thick of this stuff it self-insulates all year round to 65 degrees so imagine that now you don't have to heat or cool or if you do it's only a couple degrees here and there Right, like if you can't hang at sixty-five and got to bring it up to seventy, well, at least you only got to do five degrees. So, but right? is this a situation, Dave, where, like you say, like the oil and gas industry? Well, they don't like the um, the Green New Deal, and they're against this no. because they have a product, they have a resource that they want to sell us. So they don't want they don't yeah. want the competition. That even though it might be better, it might be cleaner, it might be cheaper. Because they have this other resource that they want to sell us. Is that's what is that what's going on with the same? That's absolutely what's going on because they already have their wells, so they're just milking a cash cow. They don't want to invest in a new technology. They already have a cash cow, so they're right. like, "Fuck you, fuck your lungs. We we got this thing." But the whole world has changed, and we're like, "No, not fuck my lungs. Get your fucking deep water oil rig out of the Gulf." fuck you you're killing the planet we don't give a fuck about you and your goddamn trillionaire family so let, let's let's hear taco truck again and i hear what you're saying about the um i think it's hb2 there's the or, or subsection of hb1 is to get large large donations and like really big money out of politics but Honestly, that's a goodwill section of the bill. That's to keep the progressive section of the Democratic Party quiet and happy. Ultimately, Joe Biden, he, he, I mean, he's a great politician and whatever. And he thankfully is a politician and not a fucking 
orange chimpanzee TV celebrity who only had good ratings <clears throat> for one week out of his entire television career, but um, and has since focused his entire the entirety of itself on those ratings. But you know, like he is very corporate, Joe Biden, in a mansion or. Oh yeah, yeah. No, neither one of us are Biden fans, Taco Truck. And like we, like I said, we're not party people either. We're, we look at policies individually, right? No cult of personality. I think Biden is a sellout. You know, forty-seven years. All he's done is, you know, the the nineteen ninety-four crime bill, which created three strikes, you're out, which flooded the prisons, created the for-profit prison comp. Yeah, he's horrible. He's fucking horrible. Kamala's just as bad. Tony and I are, are not tooting trumpets for anybody. We're just, we just want better <laughs> than what we got, man. Yeah, and right, but substantially so, Dave. Um, you know, talking yeah, Trump, talking about uh, you know, change. So talking about Trump is just you know the guy that had the TV show. I, I understand those ratings for The Apprentice were actually really good for a number of years. Like. I've, I've on, he was on TV for quite a while, but as far as him knowing politics, Taco Truck's right. He doesn't know. He doesn't know anything. Donald Trump. He doesn't know dick. You know, he doesn't really know anything about governing. He doesn't know how politics works. And I can understand people, Dave, wanting that outsider. But you know something? I just don't understand, Dave, why? Because somebody's a celebrity that they get to start on top or near the top in this type of... Uh, endeavor when like you know david if um i would not be able to start dave as a um a carpenter or even a, you know as a contractor right i couldn't just start at the top of that business i don't know anything about the business i just don't right. get you started what... as a laborer you work your way up then you start doing yeah exactly and well, like, but but like, you know like, what, you know what's interesting run, Tony? the rock wants to one run for governor dave like, why would we, why would anybody even consider, hey, look, Rock, if you want to run for something, how about mayor of a small town? And then work your way up a little bit from that to show us how you govern and how you can run things. But why is it a, because you're a celebrity that we think that you can just start out at a top job and be good at it? You, you couldn't do Thank that you. in medicine. You couldn't do that. Thank you. you. How, the hell, how the hell could Mayor, Thank you. How the hell could Mayor Pete how could he run for president? Because there's other forces at work, right? He sold out to money power. But at sold least out. he was a mayor. I mean, I, I go, right, go, right, right. absolutely, you shouldn't just jump from a mayor from a small town to president. That doesn't make any sense, Dave. But yeah, I mean, the, the, rocks, the rock's in action movies, Dave. He's an action movie star. It's like... Now you you want to be president? I mean, come on, hey. start out as a, at least. How about a state senator? I mean, something. Yeah. yeah. Well, you gotta you gotta do the progression, like you said, mayor, governor. Show us what you got. Show us you can deal with people and and craft legislation because yes. politics isn't just ideas. Politics is the art of compromise, right? And the art of knowing how to work something, you know, a bill into a law and working through the the machinization, Dave, uh, the machinations of, you know, government, how this whole thing works. I mean, and this here's is what skill. I hate about. And here's what I hate about the Democratic Party, Tony, is they don't fight like the, the Republican Party goes all in like balls to the wall, like weapons of mass destruction. We're going all in like Cheney's like we're taking the gloves off. And what what's the Democratic Party's answer to that? fucking okay. zero we'll go along like we're gonna push legislation uh for equal rights bathrooms <laughs> awesome because that was important yeah yeah okay you get sucked into these yeah. stupid wedge issues for god's sake that have yeah, nothing like, to do with our day-to-day lives of course anybody should be able to fucking marry anybody i don't care what the fuck your sex is you know, if a donkey could consent, if it was a legal age donkey and it could consent to a human, I'd be okay with that. But we can't talk to donkeys, so we can't know that that donkey consented. So I can't be okay with that. 
But other than that, I don't give a fuck who loves who because love is better than hate, right? So what do we want? Do we want people loving each other? Oh, or do we want people like, oh, do that in the bushes? Like that? Come on, man. We're supposed to be a free country. Even if that sort of thing was legal, let's just say, for instance, hypothetically, if that sort of thing was legal, Dave, how many people would actually be doing that? Is that exactly. something that we okay. really have to worry about? Is that something, David, that I should be able to scare my constituency with or voters with? That you better vote no, for it's me. No, non-issue. That's going to happen. That's like God. It's a non-issue. God, guns, and gays. It's these ridiculous wedge issues that Republicans beat us over the head with, and we can play these dumb culture wars. Like, you better vote for Republicans, Dave, or you won't be able to say Merry Christmas anymore. Like, mm-hmm. like what? Like that's not and a I don't real give, thing. And I don't give a fuck who marries who. That doesn't affect me or my life at all. And I'm happy that people love each other as opposed to like beating each other up. It's way better. Way better. <laughs> right? No brainer. Hello. So it's, yeah, there's no, gotta stop no issue there. Some of these things, Dave. I mean, we, we gotta stop being so stupid that we let those kind of things. You know, like, what did Trump say if, if Biden gets elected? The the um, the suburbs are going to be ruined. Literally. Wow. Like, is that a wink, wink, wink? Because there's, there, I don't know, too many blocks. I don't know what the hell he meant by that, Dave. I don't know right. what the hell That's he point, meant by that. Right. He had to follow that ruined. up with three sentences explaining how, but he didn't. He just left that right there. Oh, let me just leave this right here. No, I mean, fuck you. You can't do that. that. That fall for stuff like that? Like... Oh my God, that's true. Mm-hmm. That's really going to happen. But I guess apparently, Dave, you know, I got to, my phone's going to be running out, so I had to be leaving you here uh, shortly. But as we look at th- this kind of situation, Dave, it's like, really, folks? Do you think that uh, there's all these uh, uh, pedophile ring and this QAnon stuff is like, for real? This is really happening. We better, we better not vote for them because Joe Biden's the lead pedophile. That's, that's where Funny. we're going. You went on thing. We went to high school that be- with people that believe that shit, Tony. <sighs> right, people that we would not call crazy. Right, people that we would not call fringe. People that we were quote unquote friends with at the time. Now they seem crazy to me. Like what the fuck, right, Dave? Right, it's just become this unbelievable situation. Where stuff that has, there's no proof behind it. There's nobody that's being indicted. There's no in, investigations going on against these individuals. And yet we have a, a big section of our um, electorate that actually believes these things are happening. And that's, you know, conspiracies happen, Dave. Things happen. We saw in the Catholic Church what happened with that. There was a pedophile thing going on with these guys for years. It turned out well, to Tony, be true. I just want to slow you down right there, Tony. So some of these people, because I'm going to go devil's advocate right here. Some of the people might not even believe what they're saying, but they might have an agenda where they're willing to lie to forward their agenda because by any means necessary, right? Could be. Right. The end, the end justifies the means, right? It does. That's... I could be. And that's scary. And that's scary, bro. I mean, you have Marjorie Taylor Greene, Dave, at, you know, just saying outwardly, basically, the Democratic Party is Nazis. You know, because, you know, the Joe Biden administration, Democrats, Nancy Pelosi, they're, they're Nazis, you know, because, you know, what Nazis want to do, Dave, is they want to uh, cancel student debt. They want to raise the minimum wage. They want to make it easier to join unions, and they want to give more people health care. I mean, don't don't you think Wait. about that when you think about Nazis? Wait. Tony, didn't didn't Nazis burn down the Capitol, blame it on somebody else, take over the government, kind of like January sixth? We well, were talking about the Reichstag fire, and so yes. the legend has yes, it. it was. That, um, yes, that was that was done by the Nazis, false, so they could use the false they could, flag uh, operation. Right, they could use that incident to say we've got to shut down these communists, we got to shut down these socialists, and basically take over the government. 
Yep. So are we you. not seeing the same? Tony, I'm asking you, you're a fan of history. So am I. We both do a lot of research. I'm asking you, are you, are you not seeing the same trend right well, here, the, right now? The difference is that the January 6th riots, they were so out in the open. And aside from the handful of people that are saying, well, I think it was Antifa or Black Lives Matter. It was very obvious. This is Trump, Trump supporters. He egged them on. What did Mo Brooks say at that rally, Dave? Um, we got to start kicking ass and taking names. What did uh, Rudy Giuliani say? Let's have trial by combat. I mean, this was right out in the open. And Trump's, Trump said a couple of different so things during that. Trump day, said we have to fight. Trump said we have to fight. Giuliani said combat. So those are war terms. And then what happened? Right. Trump supporters went to the Capitol to try to take it over. The Reichstag fire was basically like in the middle of the night, and nobody was actually sure what had happened. Like, well, they knew the right. place now, burned now, down. They knew now, that. riddle me this, Tony. Now, riddle me this, Tony. If it was BLM that stormed the, the Capitol, what do you think would have happened? Oh, they would have had the National Guard out there in 10 seconds. And they would have been firing off automatic weapons. Bodies fell in the streets, right? Oh my God, are you kidding? Can you imagine if that was really anti? Can you imagine if that was um, Obama with um, Muslims taking over the Capitol? <laughs> so you had to read the Quran. What do you think would have happened then? And you know, it's, again, with that, Dave, there's been over four hundred, almost five hundred. Well, and I arrested. just, I, and I just want to stop because I know you were joking. You were being satirical, satirical with that, right? <laughs> yeah. But, some people are some people are going to think that you were right wing when you said that because you didn't laugh. So I just need to point that out. Yeah, well, there's been I don't know because you because you are making an absolute hilarious joke. I mean, but some people are saying that Dave. I, I, I watched people being interviewed and talking about like, no, I think it was just Black Lives Matter people making Trump look bad. But with the arrests that have <laughs> happened, there's been close to 500 people arrested and a bunch of these people are going to go to jail, Dave, and some of them are going to be doing some serious time as they should. But when they find this out, Dave, they're like, no, these are not people that are BLM. And uh, Christopher Ray, the FBI director uh, in front of the Senate committee, Dave, um, a while back, or at least a congressional committee, when asked that question, did BLM have something, anything to do with this? Is this Antifa? And he said, no, we haven't seen any of that. So, right, there is no definitive proof. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And not only that, but like, you know, a couple of the the Capitol police officers were killed. Five people were killed. A couple of them, like you said, they were these officers. And, you know, it's really, you know, it's like the the fox guarding the hen house, Dave, because the Republicans just shot down. the legislation that would have uh, investigated this, we further investigated this, and they just shot it down. It's like, well, they don't want this stuff to. They don't want to talk about it anymore. You know, too bad it's not now, ben, Tony, too bad it's not Benghazi, right? Tony, thank you for bringing that up. There was just a vote on this in Congress, and it was forty-seven in favor of an investigation, thirty-five against. The third. The 35 won, Tony. How yeah. is that? Um, it's that super majority that you need, right, Dave? You got to get 60 to break the filibuster? What? Yeah, you have to so, get 60. So can, can we pull back the lens a little bit? Like, our system's completely broken. The majority voted, hey, we need to investigate this. The minority said no, and the minority won. Yeah, and the minority did that has a vested interest in not getting any more of this information out because they're the party, their leaders, their supporters instigated it, instigated and committed the crimes, and and would be held guilty for treason if found guilty. And what's the punishment for treason, Tony? Death. Death. But so the David, only. I- the only thing that has a guaranteed, guaranteed death penalty, Tony. Dave, um, I have to stop you. My uh, my battery is running out here on my phone, but it's been great talking to you. Taco Truck, thank you very much for chiming in. 
David, I'll see you next taco time. Taco truck. Hey, Taco, if you, hey, Tony, give me one second. Don't hang up yet. Taco truck, if you want to jump in with me, do that and I'll stay on because I got a few minutes. So give us one sec, Tony. I'm going to play a message. Let's give Taco Truck a chance to jump in if he wants to. And I want to say that it's unfortunate that the BLM organization and the BLM movement are really not one in the same. There's the movement and people who have a desire for equality and deserve it. And then there's an organization that's co-opted the name of the movement and sort of hid behind it and done a hell of a lot of shit that's just kind of like not very pro-democracy. But if the movement could somehow reorganize and actually consolidate all of the people that came out to march last summer, if they went to the polls and supported a party, like a POC type of party, the progressive party would would be almost its own fracture out of the nation with a whole group of voters that came from a whole bunch of different parties or never voted ever before in their lives because they never felt that they would ever have a voice. That would be a great party. Yeah, I agree. Totally agree. But I honestly don't believe that Biden is going to push really hard for childcare and a lot of the other progressive requirements or re progressive requests that have made their way into the infrastructure bill. I think a lot of that is intended to sort of quiet and quell any arguments that may come from the progressive section of the Democratic Party. It's like, hey, we put you in power, motherfucker. We want some shit. But at the same time, recently, when the Republicans last week came back with less than a trillion dollars to spend on their infrastructure response he was like oh that's interesting i'm willing to talk to you a bit more about that and it completely cuts out all of the progressive elements completely so if he's even willing to talk to those idiots about it he's willing to give up a lot of those elements that are in the law that are progressive as sort of um pawns to get the main bulk of the law through so there's a lot of stuff there that i'm like mm, is he really going to support it in the end really yeah, no, totally agree. And his track record shows that he's not going to do anything radical. Wait, hang on, Dave. Actually, but that's really, it's really important to know. All of the voting machines that the country uses, each state uses different equipment. Some is Diables, some is built by Siemens, um, some is Investasure, or used to be Investasure, now Investasure, I think, is owned by Dell Computers, but whatever. A bunch of different companies or shouldn't say a bunch, five or six different companies that make voting equipment. At the end of the day, all of the equipment, though, has a chain of custody. There's a huge fucking paper trail for where it went, in between, how long it sat there, all this other shit, especially after the whole 2000 election debacle and like how it, people showed how easy it could be manipulated. A lot of states cranked up their chain of custody, almost like homicide evidence, like crazy if they don't have it, if they don't have paperwork for it, or there's a period of time, the machines are now taken out of the cycles. They take them out of service. Yeah, man, totally. The investigations into the voting in 2020 is still happening. As a matter of fact, today Minnesota just expanded the investigation to include all the money that Facebook has given the state. It amounts to millions of dollars. Look it up. Man, if you could send us a link, bro, I would love that. You know, my Instagram and everything is, is tied to my to my profile. I would, if you have any links, send me some info. Please, please, please. Election results, dot, 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 and recount. Trump lost. Come on now. Come on. And another thing. I was talking with Tony the other day. And he thinks so, too. I don't know. Do you? Do you, Tony? What's up, y'all? It's Lady Boss. Lady Boss? I think you were talking with another Tony. This is a different Tony. Were you talking with Lady Boss woman, Tony? Uh-oh. Tony might, might not still be with us. This was more than voter fraud. This was a... Um, a hijack of a, a large scale. I would say so.
Absolutely. Um, as many of our elections have been, um, you know, it was proven that the Bush-Gore election was stolen. The one after that as well. Um, both of the two last elections were stolen. You know, one was thrown towards Hillary. The other was thrown towards... All right. Thanks for tuning in to another episode and another thing with Dave. Please follow, subscribe, and share. I'm on all social media and another thing with Dave. And keep seeking the truth.